good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this. And welcome to an emergency session of It's a Black and White Thing. I am your host, A1. I also go by Carlos. You can also call me Dan. You can find every episode of It's a Black and White Thing by going to the podcast um, app of your choice, whether that be Google, Apple, uh, Pocket, Pocket, I think it's Pocket Cast, Spotify, whatever. Uh, but please go to iTunes. If you are an Apple Podcast subscriber, please go to iTunes and give us five stars and a review that helps push the podcast in front of more people. We would greatly appreciate it. We're also live right now on YouTube. If you go to YouTube, search for Brains and Bars, you will find not every episode of It's a Black and White Thing, but at least since the, the pandemic started, you'll find most new episodes of It's a Black and White Thing on YouTube. So just search Brains and Bars. Um, I'm a little rusty. You can also follow us by going to social media, going to Twitter and Facebook, searching Brains and Bars. You can follow us there more so on Twitter than on Facebook. But shout out to the people who continue to like the Facebook page. We appreciate you. We're well over a thousand strong. Um, and someone is even watching us right now from the Black and White Thing uh, fan page. So salute to you. Thank you very much. Um, and as always, you know, I when I'm not doing this show solo... I am joined by two hosts. The first one I introduced is one of the founding members of this podcast platform. It is Mr. A. Ward. A. Ward, how you doing, sir? Bless, man. Bless. This is the episode. This is the petting zoo episode. I'm in the kitchen because my office is occupied. I got dogs with squiggy toys, cats running around. Yeah, so just uh, just allow me to entertain you as I play fetch, um, you know, and and just hang out and talk sports. So, but I've been good, man. <clears throat> just got back in town a couple of days ago. Um, back to traveling a little bit, and um, and I've been blessed, man. I'm doing well. Shout out to Norman making his first cameo on the episode. Um, yep, and uh, I've, been, I've been good, man. And then, uh, as you mentioned, uh, a couple of different hosts. We got the brother Loso, the uh, originator of today's um, meeting. So, as as mentioned uh, hours ago, um, A1 and I have been burnt out on talking about or even watching sports and we don't care. And Loso mm -hmm. lit a fuse underneath both of us by just commenting and saying, we have to have an episode tonight. And uh, Mandatory. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. A mandatorian, yeah. a mandatorian. So <clears throat> I go by the name of Loso, man. Thank you so much. A Ward. I've been waiting for this moment to uh, get the just do praise and glory to my name. And um, no, but, but I'm here, man, you know, uh, busy weekend as well back home uh healthy families healthy man so i'm always grateful for that but i am ready to dialogue with you guys man let's do this bet bet so because you because everyone is rusty um i did not hear um go to iamaward.com all things award merch battles music and also everything loso.com for merch music it's a new me bro do you have your battles listed like do you have them uh Links to your battles on on your oh yeah okay so yeah you go to everything low so you can find all that at my YouTube I have a special uh, playlist for music battles interviews all of the sorts man but it's not about me today well it we're, we're gonna make it about you too for just a bit right thank because you thank you thank you this weekend you both were battling right um, mm -hmm. you know A War was in L A for King of the Dot. Um, Grand Prix final chain belt match title match 
Um, you were down in Atlanta for Ward had a real battle. I had like, yo, yo, the, yo, the tables are turned like 10 times a year. I have a nobody battle and you have a real yeah. battle. And for once, yeah. it's has, like, you know what, Loso, we don't got to worry about yours. <laughs> yo, Ward had like a legit, it, I, like I wasn't, bro, I was so not worried and people were so not concerned about my battle that I probably only sparred with like two people move, going up <laughs> to this event. Was that called Welcome to the Pen? It was. So um, they did, you know, Bullpen always does their tryout tournament, um, maybe quarterly or, or I don't know, maybe yearly or something like that. But they just did. They started this new thing where they're doing um, different trials in different regions. The the Yonkers tournament um, just ended not too long ago. And the winner of each tournament gets to choose a top bull. So obviously Clone is battling somebody. Bad News is battling somebody. And the Yonkers winner actually chose Loso. Uh, he wanted to, he chose me out of all the blues. He actually had the first choice. And so he chose me and therefore they made this card. Welcome to the pen. Almost like an initiation. Think of it, think of it as them getting jumped into what up, Roy. Think of it as them getting jumped in and whatnot. So, uh, but yeah, that's what it was. Welcome to the pen. And, uh, I battled a guy by the name of Philly Hayes. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, um, I mean, I guess we'll kind of, I, Loso, since we're, we're talking about it, I'll start with you. Like just kind of recap how that event was, you know, how do you mm -hmm. think the performance went, so on and so forth? The event went dope, man. You know, it was the new guys. So it was four new guys uh, out of the Yonkers tournament. Um, I thought it went, it went, oh, I, I don't know if it went good because it depends. Like if you're John John, it didn't go too good because these are the new guys that you want in the pen and they all, they all did very bad. Not, not bad, but they all lost. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Guy. You're good. One guy, one guy by the name of Tied Up. Um, he was actually really, really good. He was really good. And um, as far as everybody else, they pretty much lost convincing. If not, it was a body. Um, but like I said, so it depends. If you're John John, you're looking at it like, man, you know, those are my new guys and, and I don't really, I can't really like <laughs> enjoy it too much. But then on top of that, you know, you had your, your bulls who did what they supposed to do. And so it was dope. It streamed on caffeine. Not only did it stream on bullpens caffeine, but URL was kind enough to actually stream it on their page. Right. So if you were subscribed to URL's caffeine's notifications, you actually end up watching the battle as well. And so uh, it happened the same day as, um, as the super fight card. Yeah. But but it aired it aired Sunday night so uh, it was dope man good time that's what's up I hate I missed it like I got on late mm -hmm. and then I saw that you had tweeted out you know maybe an hour after it premiered like my battle's up now and I'm like dang oh, okay yeah, yeah like yeah. I tried to stick around I think I yeah. saw I don't know who I, Alias was battling I didn't catch who he was battling but that whoever Alias was battling if you saw a clip of that that guy actually impressed me yeah he had a rebuttal that was like real. <laughs> Yeah, two crazy Real ones mean. out the gate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So, so that's what's up. So, Ward, let's uh, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about your week, your weekend in LA, uh, Grand Prix final. I had you muted, so go ahead and unmute yourself. Wait, can, am I the only one? Do I need to unmute? Uh, let me see. Hold on, hold on. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Now so I thought that my little uh I thought if I click this, you can still hear me, can't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this thing don't work. So um <clears throat> that's my bad. My apologies. Um <clears throat> but no, uh yeah, LA was great, man. It was great. Um uh, 
event was five for five. Can't complain. Um, it went well. It went fast. That's always good as a battle rapper. You get there at 1130 noon, something like that, and you're done by three o'clock, four o'clock. So didn't mm -hmm. take up, you know, the whole day. Um, the venue was dope. Warehouse type venue. Um, real, real cool spot. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, we, we, we had five battles, um, two title matches, the world title and then the king of the dot title. Um, both matches super, super crazy. Um, good to just get it kind of under underway. I hadn't been on King of the Night in 14 months. Start off to 2021 with a wow. a judged win, you know. Um, that was also dope, um, you know, to tend to get the, the unanimous win. Um, me and Nestle really put on. We went first. There's some pros and cons with going first. Um, you know, the building was not definitely not full hardly at all yet. Um, so it was kind of like more of your small room type battle than what you're seeing on like URL with very like little reaction outside of maybe the few eight or 10 people within earshot. Um, and then I think you'll notice that when you got to the world title matches, there's a lot of people around, a lot of people, you know, behind the cameras and stuff. And you're, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're getting more of the, the battle battlefield. So, um, <clears throat> but no, it was dope, man. It was dope. Good to have Cannon and Vince, my guys out there with me in Kansas city. Um, and, uh, and, uh, glad to be back though. California's on shutdown. Um, I will say this, man, it's just, um you know a1 have you ever had like um have you ever had like a family member that you hadn't seen in forever right yeah. and like next thing you know like they just hit you they're like yo i'm in kansas city or whatever and you're just like oh that's crazy i would love to see you you know that'd be dope if we could link up and they're just like you know what i'm in kansas city for a different reason and i probably just can't come see you but i just wanted to let you know i was here yeah that's kind of oh. that's kind of how i felt about loso being in la on sunday yo i thought this whole time <laughs> you were talking about candid bro i was nope. like yo candid is a jerk bro <laughs> uh, that's just kind of how I felt about Loso being in LA. You know, he's like, "Yo, you know what? I'm gonna be there in time for your, your whole battle." Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, but Ward. Now, like, but I wasn't Ward. supposed to be there for his battle. We actually, I told Ward, I was like, "Yo, Ward, yeah, I mean, I go to LA." And Ward was like, "Yo, I battled that day," and I was like, "Oh, snap! All right, yo, maybe we can make something happen." But yeah, yeah. So you know, it is what it is, man. It is no, nah, but uh, but yeah, it was a good weekend. Good weekend. Got another one in three weeks, so about to start writing for it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Rigs on on Clones League, War War Town Battle Leagues, the War of Words. So that's what's up. Shout out to Clone, dope battle with Mac Myron. Indeed, indeed. All right, cool, cool. So let's go ahead and jump into it, man. So if you're new to the show, um, we start every show with what I have learned for the week, um, and you know I've le actually learned something was interesting to me. Um, I watched a movie on Amazon Prime called Sylvie's Love. It stars Tessa Thompson. Um, she was in Creed. She loved interest in Creed. Um, she was in Thor. Um, she was, I forget the name of her character in Thor. Um, I can't think of the other movie that was kind of her breakout role. Uh, but anyway, but anyway, you should know who that is. So I watched a movie called Sylvie's Love. Tessa Thompson is one of the main characters. The other, the other main character was Namdi Asmoa. Really? Cornerback, former All-Pro cornerback, played with I believe the Raiders, Patriots. San Francisco, um, and he was he he starred, he produced this movie, and he also starred in it, and he was not bad. He was not bad. He's also the husband of oh, I can only think of her TV name, Olivia Pope, Carrie Washington of Scandal fame. Um, so you know, acting, you know, it's not necessarily maybe not in his genes naturally, but. 
through marriage, right? He's been in the acting world. And so uh, for me, it was my first time watching him on the movie screen and he was not bad. I'm actually intrigued to see him do some more, uh, some more movies and some more roles. So that was what I learned this week. Um, if you learned anything, you can hit us up by going to at Brains and Bars. Um, go to at Brains and Bars on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I forgot to mention this. Um, and you can tell us what you learned for the week. Also, if you're live with us, you can let us know throughout the show anything that you learned that you that we might you might have found interesting, um, and we can talk about it. So that being said, we'll jump into the next part. Ward, what are you looking forward to this week? Yeah, I do have a, a, a similar story. Um, no, shout out to Henry. What's up? Get him that new? <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Don't don't worry about it. You know, you know my life. Um, <laughs> I do have a similar story though I, uh, about the Namdi Asamoah thing. There was a, a linebacker that played for the Chiefs. Did you know this? That he uh, he ended up being the stunt double for the Rock in movies. He got cut by the Chiefs. Nah. Yeah, yeah. I need to figure out what his name was. Man, he was he was uh, he was uh, he used to come to the barber shop um that we were is Mag magua ray magua or whatever is that is that his name mm. or it wasn't there like a um let's see linebacker uh stunt double the rock um uh geez, i'm trying to find uh oh yeah i got me looking here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Former. Let's see. Uh... Yeah, Josh Maga. Oh yeah, he went to USC, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, apparently, like um, <clears throat> he's playing for the Chiefs. You know, he got his haircut at the same spot that I was uh getting my haircut. So I see him down there all the time. And uh, his uh his barber was like, I was asked his barber, I was like, you still cut Josh's hair? And, He's like, yeah, you know, you know, you already know the story behind him. I'm like, yo, what's, you know, what's, what's the, what's the, and he's like, yeah, you know, he got cut by the Chiefs. He was still living in Kansas City. He's like, his agent from football was like, yo, I, you know, I got hit up about some kind of acting gig for you or whatever like that. It's something you'd be interested in. And he was like, yeah. And he's like, well, they, they want to fly you to like Japan, something crazy like that. And he's like, he thought it was like some kind of hoax, you know, some kind of random email or whatever. But for some some reason they they legit got it legit. He had no clue what he was going to do, and he gets there, and uh, next thing you know, they got him stunt doubling for The Rock in uh, in one of the movies or whatever. So <laughs> it was kind of crazy. But um, <clears throat> Nevada, by the way, not USC. Nevada. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, looking forward to this week, man. Um, well, I mean, we 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 what we're talking about this evening, um. It's going to be something I'm definitely looking forward to this week uh, with the trade news from James Harden going to the Nets. Um, usually when players get traded, I mean, probably within a week, they start playing, you know, for the, for the, for the team. So definitely look forward to that. Um, looking forward to this weekend, what we're also going to be talking about, obviously NFL playoffs. Uh, we're down with wild card weekend. Should be some really good games this weekend. Um and what I'm not looking forward to this week is today. It's like 60 degrees, nice outside in Kansas City, and it's supposed to snow Friday. So, um, yeah, so the call for snow Friday. So that's what I'm not looking forward to this week. Uh, and also, uh, what I also I'm looking forward to this week is I just got my own batch of jalapeno cornbread from Jack Stack, and I will be eating it in the entire amount tonight. So not in milk. That. So for y'all that know that I, I put my cornbread in milk and I eat it out, um, the milk, the glass. This is not the kind of uh, cornbread I would do that with, but it's fire. 
That's what's up. Loso, what you looking forward to, man? Uh, yeah, I, I think the this week, uh, just the, the playoffs, um, obviously the, the news for James Harden, like Ward said, and then uh, in Tampa, this is just like the biggest, this is the biggest new, I mean, this is the biggest week of Tampa's football fandom that we've had since 2007, bro. So that's a that's a long, long time. But we knew this is what you this is this is why you bring Brady in. This is why you bring the greatest quarterback of all time into your city to see. Wait, Peyton Manning's in Tampa? Wait, sorry, I was talking to Ken. Yeah, yeah, no, he's not. Oh, there, bro. But uh, oh, okay. this is why you bring Tom Brady into Tampa Bay. You know what I'm saying? Because to to get you over that hump. But we'll talk about that more. But yeah, so looking forward to that. And then um, uh, I think that's it, man. That is it on my end. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yo, let us know what you're looking forward to. Hit us up. Facebook, YouTube, Facebook, YouTube, if you're on live with us. Um, Instagram, Twitter, at Brains and Bars. Let us know what you're looking forward to this week. Um, and so let's let's go ahead and jump into it. Where do y'all want to start? Where do y'all want to start? Y'all want to start with the breaking news of the day? Y'all want to start to battle rap, get battle rap out of the way? What do you want to do? It's low so show, uh, man. It's low so show. Just, man, just, you just know tell what? us what we need to do, man. I feel like we need to start with breaking news, but I also feel like, yo, let's just get this battle rap stuff out the way, bro. I agree. I, agree. Bet, bet. I can. I am, I am with you on that. So this weekend, uh, is it this weekend? Or it's two weeks, right? It's two weeks. No, it's 23rd. It's 23rd. 23rd. So, so not this weekend, but next weekend, URL, first, well, second event. I think I think this the volume series has kind of reached that stage where it's one of the signature events for, for URL, right? So mm-hmm. that goes down on the 23rd. Um, and we'll just start from the bottom, as, as they have it listed on the card from the bottom yeah. to the top. So this is the first battle that was introduced. Right, this is the last battle that was introduced, and and on the card, at least for now, it's on the very bottom, right? We don't know. And ironically that. enough, probably maybe the biggest announcement on that card. Yes, right. Yes, New Jersey twerk versus uh, Jada Nightwing, um, which is the last announcement for the card. I think this is this is twerk's return. People are obviously excited, <laughs> except for one person. Um, who was not excited. Um, so, so I wish we had the LOM. Hello. I, mm, good job, bro. Yikes. But, um, you know, he's not excited for at least one person. Oh, okay. <laughs> More pissed off that I've seen this guy tweet talking about, uh, I'm just, he earned my respect because he wasn't scared to battle me or something like that. Did you see that retweet? Mm-hmm. I did see yeah. the tweet. Um, I about retweeted that mug. Guess who else isn't scared to battle you, bum? Yeah. Yeah. What he's yeah, talking about, yeah. But I think he, he was, I think he was more taking shots at like some of the old guys, some of the other guys. Yeah, I know he's talking. I know he's taking but shots. May, I think I think he's mainly for Rock, who took who decided to take Verb. Yeah, but I mean, if you're Rock, let's be honest. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you're probably gonna take Verb over New Jersey Twerk's return. Like, if Rock's got to pick between that and you know maybe giving somebody a shot or something, you know, I get it, but. Yeah, I think that I think it should have been Rock and Chilla, because I, I I think that that would have been, you know, I know that they had talked about that a few months ago. There's blogs out, and I think Rock decided you think that's against better that. Than, I mean, we'll get to that. I mean, it's I a better battle Chilla than Rock and Verb. You know, how about Chilla and Sean though? I like that. Yeah, I do like that, but I'm just kind of like, uh, I don't know. I, I I I'm I'm cool with not seeing Shine after the Pat Stay battle. Hmm. All right, go go ahead, uh, Jada Nightwing and Twerk. Yeah, so and so oh, okay, to, to make sure that we put that we keep tweets in context. Yeah, he did. He 
he said of Jay, he's just not afraid. He's earned my respect already, is is the tweet in its totality. So, Loso, we'll start with you. Your thoughts, predictions. Yeah, so, uh, Jay. Um, man, I don't take it like, you know, what, what he said. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, he's writing that in a space of like, like we said, right? Rock could have took him. He wants, he wanted Hitman. He wanted Daylight. And he was looking from a business aspect. And so I guess everybody is looking at it like Jada Nightwing made some kind of mistake by taking twerk. But I don't, I don't think that honestly, don't get me wrong. It is set up for twerk to come back and quote unquote, get a easy win, right? Like he has all the, mo- he has all the momentum, right? <laughs> he has, um, he has like this, yeah, he has this, like this, this storyline of redemption, that is behind uh, his career right now. And then you give him four names to flip, right? He's one of the greatest battlers to come think outside the box with that stuff, right? Jay Knight, Wayne, oh no, Jay Knight. Oh, yeah, just Jay Knight. Mad King, Knight Mad King, Jay Knight. Mad King, so, Jay Knight, Wing. There's so, five of them joints. So, you know, so you give him, you give him stuff like that. And then um, it's, a, it's a dope opponent. And so... I do have, now I say all of that to say, if I had to, if I have to choose a winner, I think Twerk is going to come out victorious. He, his album is dropping that day. He can't, he can't afford to lose. Um, However, though, let's go and put this in context. He's going against somebody who is undefeated in caffeine. He's also undefeated on the app. Jaden Nightwing is 10 and 0 on battle. And, and don't get me wrong, there's some battles on that, that, that channel where he's choked. He's really choked and lost. And so that's why he told Saga, he was like, bro, you're choking and losing battles. I can't relate. You know what I'm saying? Like that's <laughs> it's very rare for him. And so so he's going, so Twerk is going against not somebody that people hate, but somebody that for the fans just love. And so I think Jaden Nightwing knows, like, yo, if I could take out Twerk on his return. Um, this would be huge. Um, I'm curious to see what Jay does. He likes to like, you know, do different things and try different things. We know what Twerk's gonna do, and and I'm I'm assume that he's gonna he's gonna want to be prepped for this battle, so he's not going to choke. So I would lean aside from everything else. I'm leaning towards Twerk to uh, win this battle because I just think that he needs it more than Jay tonight went. I'll say this much like it's uh as long as Jedi Nightwing doesn't choke it's just a win-win for him because like the way the narrative is put is like that everybody's scared or whatever so no matter what fans are going to give props to Jay for taking the battle you know and everybody thinks that you know nobody can beat twerk on his return because Tay Rock does blogs and says oh when you know whoever battles him first is going to get smoked you know what I mean so like the narrative yeah, he literally said that. Yeah. Yo, and, and Ward, uh, sorry to interrupt, bro. I, me personally, as a competitive battler, I hate that. I, yeah. I don't, there's never been a time. I mean, granted, I've never battled anyone on their return or whatnot. But like, even when people were like, Rum Nitty's return versus Don Marino, I didn't look at that as a return. Like, no, I was just not. like, okay, he missed an event. That was like two months. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, to me, not that's not that's not a return. And so, like, my thing is like, yeah, Don, go in there and, and try to do your thing. You know what, Jake, go in there and, and, and do what you do. Like, I just hate that, especially now that there's no fans. I don't know if there's a return factor with no fans, though. But go All ahead. Right. Yeah, no, no, no. Man. So I'm just saying, like, as long as he goes and gives three complete rounds, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, we both know that he – I mean, the performance side and just the, the, the moment side or whatever, you know – people are going to be 
fire emoji and, you know, and twerk stuff, you know, over and over and over. Um, so I think it was, I think it was a smart for Jay because one, I think that the other rookies are kind of leaving Jay behind a little bit. Um, when you look at like easy, real sick kid chaos, oh, that's true. and Jay is kind of falling back. I mean, he obviously had the battle with saga. Um, but this was a good move for him to say, yeah, but guess who's battling twerk, you know, guess who's got, you know, twerks return or whatever to kind of keep him back in the talks with these other guys about the place that they get and everything. So, um, on volume seven, on volume seven, yeah. On caffeine, you know? Um, so yeah, I think that's dope. And like, it's another thing is like real sick and arsenal to my knowledge, were supposed to be booked for that card, you know? And, um, I don't know. I don't know if real sick has done a, a volume. Or he has done a uh, cafe. Has he even done well outside of this done, tournament? Uh, him and Chaos was like a special. Like that, a was, that was that torna- was That's tournament. That was tournament, that's, right? That's tournament contracted. You're supposed to do a one-off. Yeah. Um, I mean, real sick. Nah, you're right, bro. I don't think yeah. he's done a. Cause Chilla was a. Yeah, he was a. It was a. Yeah, rook, rookies versus vets. Yeah, so you know maybe it's it's Jay kind of putting his foot you know down and saying you know he 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 has the. Uh, marketability to get this kind of stuff done but um i uh i, I got new jersey twerk winning um we're talking about two guys who struggled with chokes their whole entire career you know um jay's recently you know fixed some of that or whatever what i do hope is that neither one of them you know for the sake of battle rap end up choking um and i, th- I hope it's a i hope it's a really good battle i hope it does a lot for jay and i hope it yo is it know, safe to say that this battle is the most anticipated out of the whole i'm yeah i don't know disrespect to like but i mean i don't know i think i me personally i feel more excited to watch that battle than i do the main event well no see to me it would be that or b dot and suge personally see i don't know bro i'm not i think they've built up i I mean i i think they've built up something online you know at least enough to you know to make me want to tune into that to see if suge ups you know his performance his round length his everything to you know to back up all the, the trash he's been talking so yeah interesting so here's what i want to know i want to know when this battle takes place will the other battlers be allowed in the room that's what i want to know because if that's the case granted i got twerk winning i don't think it's going to be a body or even a gentleman's 30 or anything like that but I would wonder, and granted, you know, I don't know how many battles uh, Jay has um, or how many battles he's been where it's like a true road environment where everything the other person says, people are going insane. But if you have other battlers in the room, Twerk's return, and he starts getting into that, that pocket that he normally gets in, and he's starting to spaz for 8, 16, 24 bars, and every, every punch is getting a reaction from the battlers and you can, and we can hear it at home and it probably sounds even louder inside the studio, wherever they're at. Like, I want, I wonder how that will affect Jay. Cause yeah, I don't, I don't know the totality of his career. I don't know how many true road, road games he's been in or been in places where everyone's going crazy for one guy and he's not really getting that type of maybe the EK battle, but that was still West coast. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that was a lot of love for both on that, in that particular battle. So um, I don't know. I'll be, no, I bet he wishes that he saved that uh, Thanos bar. Yeah, but he still has it strapped in though, right? Because he had it strapped in. He was called time on, I think, against Fonz. So yes, he had it strapped in. He was getting ready to get into, and he never got to use it. So I'll be yeah. curious if he's going to bring that material back for this battle. 
But I got I got twerk, but I think Jay will be I think Jay will be entertaining. I think Jay will be good, and like you said, I think it will do wonders. It will, it'll be a great start to his twenty twenty one, and just a, a really good notch on his resume. I do yeah. think though that with that uh with that no crowd, like I mean, and I don't know some like in this last event, I couldn't hear crowd reaction. I don't know if there was, and it was just no, so there was. far back. Every, everybody they they made everyone leave the venue. Yeah, because I watched that T top and easy to block captain, and even though like. I'm not crazy about, you know, just like direct street, not metaphor type stuff. The way that they were able to just sweat like crazy and rap directly through like four minute rounds without, you know, like they, they literally were just on each other, just rapping. There's no, there's no like, you know, waiting on crowd reaction, haymaker hits or whatever. It's just content, Boy content, breaks, content. Nothing. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so twerk, we know, we know his struggles with laying in haymakers and then trying to memorize the next bar or not having, you know, not having that crowd reaction. Oh, that'll so, be that's that's in Jay's favor. Yeah, that's super in Jay's favor. Is because because Twerk relies on that stuff without writing transition statements and having that validation or whatever. So it could be very difficult for him. So we'll see though. We'll see. That's interesting. I wonder with the time with the layoff with the time off. I wonder you talked about not having transition. If Twerk is maybe it doesn't off. seem like the kind of person to me like. I think he'll be more prepared than he was previous, but he doesn't yeah, seem like the kind of person that's like, you know what, two weeks before this battle, I'm going to be locked in. You know, I'm going to have all three rounds done. I still think he's probably, you know, writing, you know, a second round right now. Yeah, B-Dot told me, B-Dot was like, bro, Twerk had two rounds for me. And I was like, no, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if that's what he told you. <laughs> Hilarious. All right, cool. Speaking of B dot, that's a smooth transition. Let's jump into the next battle on the card: B dot versus Shotgun Shug. Uh, I mean, I'll be quick. I think B dot was very. I think he was down on himself for. I don't know if you want to call it a, a choke, or just a lapse in his memory in the battle versus Chilla, and he was disappointed in his performance. Um, and I've already seen kind of the narrative, or or people saying, "Yo." B dot has, you know, he messed up and now he's looking for blood. And so his next opponent gonna have to watch out. And he's got Shug. Shug, we haven't seen. Did he battle Jay? Rookies versus vets? And lost. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen him since rookie versus vets. Um, and so well, he battled, he battled Brooklyn Hands. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um yeah. was that Born Legacy? What was that, 11 or something like that? 10 or 11, I get it confused. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that battle just happened, which I have not checked out, which I need to watch. So, uh, I think Shug his, but he's wanted these type, of, he's wanted a B-Dot, right? He's wanted, I mean, he's wanted to battle A-Ward. He's wanted more pin-heavy, more, more lyrical guys. And so, this is, to me, this is an uphill battle for him, but I got B-Dot. I got yeah, B-Dot. And, and, and that's my thing, A-1, it's like, I don't even know if he wants those battles. I think what he wants is opportunities because he's not getting them and he's been dropping the ball at the smaller. So obviously he says, well, the reason I'm not performing against the Jada Nightwings and stuff like that is because he's not motivated. So he's like, give me battlers like A-Ward and B-Dot and, and A-Verb and stuff like that, right? But it's like, no, bro, like you're just looking for, like you don't have too many big battles right now and so you're looking to do that and so yeah the b-dot battle comes comes obviously he's been calling out b-dot and if b-dot would have beaten chilla jones he wouldn't have entertained this shotgun shook battle on top of that i think b-dot not only is the narrative out there like oh he's down on himself or whatnot but b-dot's like hey you know what let me unfortunately let me go ahead and and get a get a opponent that i can kind of like 
show like how dangerous I am by just getting a clear win. And that's how that's how people view Shotgun Shug. That's how I would view Shotgun Shug if I if I were to battle him. And so I think this battle is going to be exactly what it is. I know Ward said that he's actually interested because of the back and forths. I'm not because I've seen it too many times. But Suge does a great job at selling his fights with, with everybody. I mean, you see him go back and forth with Danny Myers. You see him go back and forth. This is just on Twitter. Um, you see him go back and forth with, um, uh, with, with trying to get verb or, or whoever it is. And it's like, all right, Suge, but we know what you're going to, we know what we're going to get. We know exactly what you're going to do. And we know exactly what's going to happen when you get in that ring. And me personally, bro, I'm just not excited for it. I mean, it's dope to see B-Doc because I think he's always putting together great material. So that is what it is, but uh, I'm not excited. And I got B-Doc winning clear. Waters on you. Yeah, you know, um, I, um, yeah, I'm definitely interested in seeing the battle. Um, I think that this battle is important for Shotgun Shug for some of the reasons that Loso mentioned. Um, is that he he's tired of battling these 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 dudes that you know the nun nuns and the Jalen Nightwings and the Brooklyn Hands or whatever and going in here and putting on a solid 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 performance against a B dot um, even in a loss I think could kind of change the narrative as to what Shug has been lately and what he could possibly be for the future so I'm hoping that we're gonna see a much better Shug um, one thing I will say is like I think that we've noticed in the last year is that's been more active than he's ever been in battle rap, you know? Um, so you're looking at, he was on town business against oops. He battled, um, obviously saga. He battled Holmesy. He battled T top. Now he's battling Suge. Right. So I think these are like, these are like six battles that he's probably had in the last, um, I would say 18 months. Now the idea of B dot battling every three months is kind of foreign because he used to just always, you know, I mean, he, he took six months to prep for Danny Myers. That's why, you know what I mean? Like, that, that's just the beat out we knew. So I wonder if his high activity, you know, um, with his Chilla Jones battle, if that finally got to him or, you know, or exactly what it was, you know what I mean? So now coming off of the Chilla Jones battle and battling again fairly quickly, what, is this two months since the Chilla? I mean, maybe. Yeah, because, yeah, well, what was that? Was that volume six? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was no, it's December like twelfth. Yeah, that's December. December. So a little December. bit over a month. Oh wow! So yeah, taking another. I don't know. I mean, B dot's my guy. I've I full full confidence in his talent, but I just don't know how wired he is to battle. You know, five five weeks after his last battle, and that's just not something you know. Now the well, other thing done, is, well, he he has done that though. Like high profile battles. Remember, he battled. There was one point in a in one month. He battled Averb, me, and Emerson Kennedy. Mm. And he battled Averb on Keenan the Dot with the Oxymoron joint. He right. So, with that said, bullpen. Then he battled EK for his URL debut. Yeah. So, with that said, I, I mean, his, his Averb performance was not yeah, yeah. great to me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I, so he obviously was incredible against you. And he was, I think he was very good. His third round was very good against Emerson Kennedy. Yeah. Um, the other thing I'm thinking is, it's like, should Suge just sit and wait on the crowds to get back? Because if we see Suge, like, against Av, like, Jackhammer Suge on stage, you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of stuff that could that could beat B-Dot, yeah. you know, that could swing rounds against B-Dot. So I don't know if it was smart to go ahead and, like, you know, basically take this battle with B-Dot in these small rooms, you know, if you're shotgun Suge. Like, if you're trying to make an impression, maybe you sit out, you know, 
and you wait until the, the stage battles get back. But I got beat out winning. I got Shook surprising us in one round, maybe even taking a round or whatever, or just having, you know, something to say about something. Um, but I am excited to watch it. I, I, uh, I'm rooting for Shug because, um, yeah, I just I, – I think that he um, is at a point in his career where there's like a, a turning point happening and, and it, it might – it might just be down from here forever. You know what I mean? Um, or, or he can make, you know, make some moves and hopefully get some of the battles that, that he wants. So. All right, cool. Let's jump to the next one on the card. This is the one I'm the most interested in uh, DNA versus Av. I mean, and, and it's in part because DNA has jumped into this no gun DNA bag. Um, I feel like he's, changed the way he's rapping just a little bit. You know, I think, you know, I think he's, there's more scheming, you know, there's the punches and then he's like the very next bar kind of continues the theme. So I am interested. I enjoyed his battle versus uh, Geechee Gotti. Um, I thought it was a dope battle. I thought he performed, performed very well. Um, and Av, I mean, Av made his return versus Fonz um, after a, a lengthy layoff, you know, coming back from COVID and things of that nature and people not necessarily wanting to take battles with him. And uh, that was a dope battle. So I, I I want to I almost want to kind of go. I, can I pick a tie? Can I pick a tie? Um, give one. Nah, I. So this is going. I'm going to say this is my debatable. This is my debatable. I'm I'm not sure who's going to win. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tap out. Say debatable. Um, if I had to edge it, I probably edge it to F. Yeah, I think I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a edge it towards DNA. Uh, I I really do like this new DNA. Um. And I think it started when he battled Vixen. It was a great DNA there. Then you saw his uh, material versus Luke Castro. Really, really, really good. And then with Geechee Gotti, bro, he was talking and breaking Geechee Gotti down very, very well. I mean, granted, you know, unfortunately, all the content that DNA gives you and the only thing we remember is your new name is Gary is like... That just sucks. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you just got to bite that bullet. But yo, are um, people really going to flip Gary for now on? Yeah, though? bro. Like, bro, I mean, I know for is, a is it a brand new name flip? Like, we go with that. We go with that. Yeah, bro. People going to do that. And so, um, however, though, I think, <laughs> I think it's going to be a fire battle. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. This was supposed to happen, you know, a while back. And I got DNA edge in the battle. Cool, cool. Yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> DNA, like, Bro, he's rapping more like a horseman than some of us, man. Like, he's, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm just, but like, uh, you know, I did Friday, whatever the caffeine joint was with him, the freestyle Friday or whatever. We had a long conversation about his style change. And, you know, I kind of was able to pick his brain on the change of everything. And I mean, he's one thing I think I don't think you notice in battle rap a lot is some people that as they grow as adults, it reflects in their artistry. You know what I mean? And so I know for a fact, some of these guys have been battling 15 years and some of them still talk about do and glorify and are, you know, they're the same person, you know, and that might just be some kind of like, I'm not trying to be fake or whatever, you know, but you know, for a fact, like DNA, like, man, he just had a, a kid, you know, I, I'm not sure if he's married or if he's engaged, but I know he has a significant other, he's, he's got a stepson, you know, he's, he's got all kinds of stuff that he's like growing in life with. And as he's grown in life, um, that stuff is is transitioning into his material and that's dope to see you know what i mean um and so i've really enjoyed it too i i didn't watch the vixen battle so i didn't notice like the the change in that battle uh it wasn't until the, the lucastro battle that i that i saw it and i just was immediately like 
complimented him and was like, yo, this is this is crazy. Um, and then I didn't see Geechee until the third round, and I saw his third round against Geechee, and I'm like, yo, this is this is super fire, you know what I mean? Um, he could have some good conversations with Av, you know? He could definitely have some good conversations with Av. Av versus Fawns was a really, really good battle. Um, um, if this was Av's, since we've been talking about return battles, if this was his return battle, I might be a little bit more worried for DNA. As a puncher, sometimes you're able to not be as direct and just stack up crazy punches or whatever. But since he's coming off of probably what is like maybe four weeks um, ago where he battled Fawns, mm -hmm. um, I think DNA is probably more um, uh, conditioned to battle quickly like that than I have. Um, but yeah, so I got, I got DNA uh, with the slight edge as well. I think that, uh, I think it'll be a good battle. I think it possibly could be battle of the night. Um, and I think that's a, a, tri a tribute. Uh, that's a, a testament to DNA and his material and how we're seeing that, you know, people are really excited for this new no gun bar DNA, AKA horseman DNA, you know? Um, so maybe one day. <laughs> You're muted still. Muted. You're muted. All right. Next up on the list, Arsenal versus Danny Myers. Um, actually, I'm gonna take Arsenal. Um, I don't even smoke, and that's a smoke break. <laughs> that's disrespectful. I think I and I'm taking Arsenal because I think I don't. I think Arsenal knows that if he comes in messing around with Danny Myers, Danny Myers is gonna smoke him. And I think I feel like the last couple of times I've seen Arsenal, like he's been. He's been good. He's been locked really in. Has been, he's been really I was joking. Yeah. I was joking. I, I I will always watch Arsenal battles. Like I, I, I was I was joking. But it's just gonna be a, a super disrespectful battle, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. These guys yeah, are yeah. just gonna be these guys just say some of the most disrespectful things, and it's gonna be high energy. And it's just like, all right, let's yep. just get let's get it yep. over with. Yeah, I'm gonna edge Arsenal. So I'll let y'all y'all can jump in and give y'all thoughts on this one. I'm a, I think I'm going to go the same way, man. I think Arsenal, I remember I talked to him after his Jerry West battle and I just asked him, I said, yo, what's, I feel like there's a new like motivation. And he told me he has some like new endeavors in his life that he has to perform very high uh, because of them. And so that he could kind of like make these things come to fruition or whatnot. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's like some new opportunities and he's, uh, and these battles are kind of like uh, showcasing his talent or something like that. But you see that with the official battle, I thought in the official battle, he was phenomenal. And I, I actually picked that as the one battle that the Queens were going to win that, that week. But official battle was phenomenal. Uh, Jerry West, I thought he did really well. Um, and then now for, for this Danny Myers battle, don't get me wrong, Danny Myers, to me, um, put on a great performance versus drugs. And when you kind of... All right, let's let's see who who does better at this volume. I'm gonna just lean towards more. I'm gonna lean more towards Arsenal because he has more prep time, and uh, I think he just he's gonna find a way to edge it out. So and and also with Dan, because of Danny Myers' wife, Arsenal's gonna find a way to get super disrespectful with that, bro. He's just gonna and now don't get me wrong. Danny's gonna do the same thing. Danny's gonna do yeah. the same exact thing. But I'm just leaning towards Arsenal. Let me say this before I throw it to you, Ward. I hope Danny does not bring back the who am I. I don't want him to bring it back this battle. Save that for a little bit longer. I thought that who am I segment in his third versus drugs was fire. I thought it was super dope. Um, and I know it got a lot of reaction, a lot of love online and social media. Don't bring it back, Danny. Just save that. Say that. I don't want you to, to overuse it and people get tired of it. But anyway, Ward, 
On you, Arsenal versus Danny. Hater alert, hater alert, hater alert. I actually wasn't big on the Who Am I round. Like, right. okay. everybody's talking about it. I'll tell you what I was big on. I was big on the rap ability and the rhyming of the Who Am I round. The context of the just Who Am I, like Who Am I. Right. I would have been, I would have liked it more maybe if he would have done like individual drugs. Like, who am I? You need to turn a kid in a son, and then he's heroin. Who am I? Da, 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 da. And then he's weed, you know, or something like that. And then he brought it full circle. It was like, who am I? I'm drugs. And then like maybe applied it to drugs, maybe being a lot of different types of tra- or something like that. I just didn't think it came full circle. I just, to me, it was just like rapping really well. He was internal rhyme scheme and it kept yelling out, who am I? And like by this time we know your drugs or whatever, but like I didn't see how how it applied necessarily to drugs per se. So uh, I I don't know, man. I, I'm being yeah. probably nitpicky from like an angle execution, but I think that when people watch Danny Myers, they're so used to back to back punches no matter what. Since he went out of the box, which I uh, most you know definitely compliment that or whatever, um, you know they loved it or whatever. Um, with that said. Um, I do have Arsenal as well, Edge, and I think it comes down to Arsenal definitely could be more disrespectful. Arsenal has some angles that he could be extremely disrespectful on that people have like been disrespectful but not Arsenal disrespectful on. Um, and then Arsenal hasn't battled as recently as Danny Myers. And when Danny Myers gets in these battling every two-week type joints, you know, it doesn't work out. There's a reason why Danny Myers didn't battle drugs the next week after battling ill will. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure, you know, there's reason. And so you see battles where he had franchise and then he had to fly to Oakland to battle pass. And he does all this mad flex and stuff like that. When he gets back in this, you know, back to back type joint, he one battle suffers. And so since people, I didn't watch the first two rounds of the drugs battle, but since people say he did so well against drugs, I don't know, you know, if he's able to kind of reproduce that against Arsenal. But, you know, it is Danny Myers. He's a professional. He's very good. So I wouldn't be surprised if he does, but I got ours 2-1. All right. Cool, cool. Uh, the penultimate battle on this card, uh, Kayshawn versus Chilla Jones. Shout out to the dungeon. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Chilla. Um, I think Chilla uh, has – he's been – he went on a mission to prove a point in 2020, taking some of the biggest names, um, in my estimation, beating some of the biggest names in the culture. Uh, especially some of those who were on hot streaks, um, people who were, you know, doing very well. And so I got Chilla Jones beating Kayshawn and whoever wants to jump in. Um, This is like, this is the first opponent that I think Kayshawn has encountered that's going to uh, do something other than just punch with him or kill him for three rounds. I, I mean, Paste could have been that person, but it just didn't. It didn't translate. It was just terrible. But uh, but Chilla's going to be the first person to do that. And I think Chilla's going to come out victorious as well. I think Chilla's going to win the battle. I think everyone, obviously, not everyone, but the majority of people are going to lean towards Kayshawn because of, quote, unquote, his amazing four or five-year run, whatever he's on. Um, and even arguably, hey, does Kayshawn even lose rounds? But he's going to lose rounds this battle. And Chilla's going to be able to come with some crazy punches some crazy name flips and he's going to do that while giving us angles about k shine and um i think that's gonna i think that's gonna work man i think it's gonna work i mean k is gonna obviously tell chilla what everybody tells chilla you're boring right mm-hmm. and you're just now popping and you've been here all this time and maybe and that can work i don't want to downplay it like just because i know the angle it may not be effective i'm just putting i'm 
I just think Chilla's going to do it. Chilla needs this battle more than Kayshawn does. Um, and so we'll see. Yeah, I uh, <clears throat> it, right now, there, there's not many people that are going to beat Chilla in these small room type environments. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you look at like Real Sick's material, like Real Sick rapped so freaking well. Like he, he angled Chilla. He did everything that you think that you could do against Chilla in a small room. You know what I mean? And still arguably lost. Um, so with these small room settings, like B-Dot was one that could have beaten Chilla because he raps so well and he angles so well. If you don't have those two attributes or whatever in these small room settings, like I don't see you beating Chilla. And that's why I think we saw Nitty and Twerk and Jerry West lose clearly to Chilla. And maybe even Gichi Gotti. You know, I, I think Gichi Gotti lost clearly to Chilla. It's because... In the one round that Geechee Gotti possibly won, what did he do? He angled, you know what I mean? Like he had the, you know, the royalties, you know, line or whatever it was, um, or the sign a better contract line or whatever. Yeah, better pen, yeah. And so unless we see a very different K-Shine that dip dives into the, those bags, like I don't see K-Shine beating Chilla Jones in these small room events, you know, where he, I mean, he's just, he's one of the better one of the best writers for a reason. And he angles and he punches and he does all of it at the same time. He's not boring anymore. People can't say like, oh, you just Google a list and do this, that, a third anymore, whatever, you know. And I I think that it, I think it works into his advantage. So as long as Chile doesn't wear another vest, um, I got him, uh, I got him, that's my guy. I got him winning uh, the battle 2-1, so. All right, yeah, and I think if he loses, if he does not win champion of the year, I think he's going to come to prove a serious point once he takes on Sean, but that's neither here nor there. All right. Main event on the card, Tay Rock versus Averb. Um, it's a hard one to call, man. Like, Averb in these small rooms has definitely been dangerous. His battle versus Kyle was dope. Um, I had him, I mean, him versus Gotti was dope. Ugh. I'm probably going to be biased. I'm going to go ride with the Midwest. I'm probably going to take Averb and the Edge. Would not surprise me if Rock won this battle, though. Stay, man. I, this battle's kind of like difficult to call. I mean, I granted, you know, they went back and forth before, but and I know Verb is gonna go in there and tell Rock, hey, when I was on Summer Madness, you were outside battling Shotgun Shug. You know what I'm saying? Like he's gonna, he's gonna son him. But then he also can probably touch on the topics that Murder Moot kind of brought up. And this is gonna be, I'm interested to see what Rock does after such a big profile battle like the Murder Moot joint, which. 75% of the world believes that you lost that battle. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm curious to see how you um, counter pretty much all the angles that Verb probably has at his helm. But I don't really know if Verb does the angling. Like he raps really well and he, he'll sprinkle it in there. But, um, but I'm curious to see. And then obviously Verb has been on IG Live every single day just saying some like you know outrageous <laughs> things about women and so rock has all of that you know that he can kind of like use and so um in that setting man honestly i think i'm gonna lean toward i'm gonna lean i actually want to use my debatable car here but i'm gonna lean towards rock in that battle yeah i, I take rock too um i don't i mean there's a point where I like to watch Averb rap. And so when he comes and performs, I like the, his rap ability and stuff like that. But I like it because I haven't seen that in a while. And now we're battling so often and stuff like that. It's like when I just saw you kind of just 
against Calico getting into certain bags and cadences or against Geechee getting into bags and cadences. And now here we are, you know, shortly after whatever battling rock. And it's like, man, I know what you're going to do. You know what I mean? And I'm not as excited to just watch Avar rap really well anymore yeah. because he's, he's, he's battling quite often. And I think that's just kind of a, I mean, that's just something I'm going to have to get used to, bro, because it's a different world we're living in now. You know, everybody's battling quite often now. And we're like, oh, it's three weeks notice. That's like normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's good for battle rap or bad for battle rap. I know it's good for some people's pockets. And, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Rock 2-1. Um, and I think it's based off of the loss from Murder Mook. And I think that Rock has a, a little bit more to prove. A-Verb, you know, he's he's been successful in being, you know, um himself on his instagram lives um but uh i just don't know um i don't know how much more a verb has to prove in battle rap or even approaches yeah. battles with with i have to prove anything you know what i mean yeah so yes. dope dope all right cool so that is shout out to trent jumping in the chat rock has rock won a battle in two years i'm not i i'm gonna stay i feel yeah, as Rock has definitely won battles. Yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe the Gotti battle. I know Gotti's first was really explosive, but I think Rock might have got two and three. But be that as it may. All right, let's – Uh, are we going Tay to – Tay Rock's battled Glue Easy within the two years. So oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. W, right? yeah. But, yeah, he, yeah. he – that was last year. Or either late – 20... No, that was a year ago. That was a year ago. Yeah, it 20... was. Yeah, because yeah, the same day, Danny Myers and Mike P. Bet. Bet. All right, so – um, let's get into this NBA, right? We, this, this is what this is what we came for, right? All right, NBA, um, and this is this is why we gathered here today. Blockbuster trade goes down. Blockbuster. Let me see if I can find everything. This is not a Hollywood video trade. That's this is not a red box trade. This is blockbuster. Bro. This is blockbuster. This biggest is not the trade, movie gallery. Biggest trade. Well, biggest, biggest trade, trade since what? I mean, well, I was thinking about go, to, but that wasn't a trade. That was just a signing. No, but I mean, they did trade. They did trade Harden to Kyrie, right? Nah, I mean, like when when KD went to go to state, he was just signing as a free agent. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, wasn't there a trade from Harden Harden to the to the Rockets? Yeah, but that was yeah, that was a trade. Game. Was that the was that the big was that the would would Kyrie be going to Boston? Maybe, maybe that's it. Was he traded? Yes, he was traded. They got a lot of picks Cleveland anymore. He didn't want to play for Cleveland anymore. So I yeah, he just, I thought he just, I thought he just signed somewhere else. No, because remember, if you remember, what about AD, AD, did he get traded? with Boston. Yeah, AD, right? AD, AD. Oh yeah, okay. Trade. There we go. There we go. Yeah, because they got everybody up out of the Lakers. AD was a trade that we just kind of knew was, was going to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. A yeah, lot yeah. of tampering. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. But no, yep, James Harden breaking right, news. Here we go. So the Nets got James Harden. The Rockets got Oladipo, Dante Exum, Kurix. Uh, I don't know how to say his first name. Um, three Brooklyn first round picks, a first round pick that Brooklyn got from Milwaukee, and then four Trace. first round swaps. 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 Yeah. With Brooklyn. So it's so eight, that eight picks in all. 
eight first eight first round picks. Eight, but it's swaps, so they have to give up their. It's it's the swap. Right, it's a swap. So basically, whoever has the work, whoever has the the better, right? The earlier, the closest to number one as possible. Yeah. So yeah, that's what the pick swap is. Whoever has the better draft position, then they you can, swap. You can stay. You can obviously stay at your pick, or you can move up. Right, and so obviously, you know, the Nets are supposed to be good, so they're going to have late round draft picks. You would. Think. I don't know if they're going to be good in twenty twenty six. True, true. That's true. You know, so the Pacers <clears throat> got Karis LeVert and a second rounder, and the Cavs got Jared Allen and Torian Prince from the Nets. So oh, that is Torian that Prince is left. Say that wait, again. Who, wait, who has Torian Prince? The Cavs. Yo, when they send you to the Cavs, they are sending you to purgatory, bro. <laughs> I've watched them on League Pass. They have not been bad. They haven't. They haven't. They haven't. But it's just hey, like. What's the, what's the young man who played for Bama? Who's their point guard? Sexton. Colin. Sexton. That boy has not met a shot that he does not like. I mean, every time yeah, yeah, I yeah. watch them. <laughs> like, and the thing is, he's got the ball. He's yeah. coming down. It's pick and roll. And it's a jumper. Or he's getting to the rim. He is right. not looking to pass. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, what are your thoughts? What what do you think? What do you think this this deal does for the Nets? Let me say this, man. I love it, bro. I love it. I love chaos in the NBA. I love big trades. Whether NFL is definitely more exciting, but the NBA's free agency and 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 trades is, is none like it. So I love it one because bro, tomorrow's not promised. Forget about all those freaking Forget those kids that are in middle school right now that you're training. <laughs> you try to tell me that the, the eighth grader is more valuable than James Harden right now? No. So my thing is like, yo, this is your shot. Now, granted, don't get me wrong. The Nets, this is two times that they've done this because I think that they they unloaded the Brinks truck for Garnett and Paul Pierce when... Right. Darren Williams at, was the point guard, yeah. Yeah, they took them at, what, 36 and 37 years old or whatnot. But you mm-hmm. now you have a 31-year-old James Harden. You have a 32-year-old... Who's shaped like a 37 or 38. Yeah, shaped like a 37, which doesn't matter, though, right? He's been I mean, he's shaped like that and still goes he's out there and gives buckets. you 25. Yeah. Kevin Durant, who's 32, 32, 33. And then Kyrie Irvin, who's what? 29, 28? And 29 so, going on 150. Got you. So you have those <laughs> he guys, He literally though, is Uncle Drew. Yeah, so you got those guys, though, who are in their prime, right? Who are in their prime. And you're saying, you know what, man? We should be able to win the championship this year. And I'm with it, bro. Like, Brooklyn, go. that's why you brought KD there. And if you got an opportunity to get – now, granted, don't get me wrong. Levert, I love Levert, right? Uh, the other kid, Jerry Allen, right? What is he, 22 years old? You know what I'm saying? And he, like, he's going to – he he was good. But my thing is, like, you let them go and you say, look, let's bring in this guy that we know can score at will over here. Now, granted, the question that everyone is going to start throwing out is – is there enough basketball around? Like, yada, yada. But my thing is, like, can you guys show me a time when it hasn't worked with three all-stars? Though? Like, my thing is, like, we, we had quite wait, – wait, wait, we had questions with Miami, right? It mm-hmm. ended up working. They ended up figuring it out. Granted, they didn't do it their first year, but they made it to the finals, and they ended up winning two chips. KD goes to Golden State. They thought the same thing. They were like, oh, how is Steph and Clay going to get his shots? Guess what? Those That was probably the greatest team we've ever seen, right? They ended up doing it. And so, granted, the question here, though, is Kyrie's attitude, James Harden attitude. 
And what is that going to look like? But they're professionals, bro. And I'm willing to go ahead. I still have them the favorites. I know Philadelphia looks good. I have them favorites to come out the East. Can they beat the Lakers? I don't know, but I love it. Your turn, guys. Bro, this has more toxic, more, <laughs> more, more toxicity than an episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta, bro. Oh, like this is this is not going to end well. This is not. We don't even know. Well, no, we know where Kyrie is. He's on Zoom calls, <laughs> hanging out with people trying to get legislation done. And listen, I saw a which tweet. Is fire, which is fire. Listen, and so in relation to that, I saw a tweet with somebody saying, you know, we don't talk about all the good stuff Kyrie does. And it was all these news clips of him giving money to this organization, volunteering with this organization, being the speaking out on these, this, that, and the third. Bruh, do all of that. Ain't nobody trying to stop you from being a humanitarian. But bruh, basketball, play the bills. You have a job. Yeah. No, so... My boss, my boss, and I'm not going to, I'm not, no, not, not my boss. One of my old vice presidents, I ran into him last week and he introduced me to the concept of F you money. And so I was like, F you money? He goes, yeah. He goes, you know, F you money is when you have so much money that your job performance suffers because you're like, F you, I got money. I don't need this job. And I feel like that's what Kyrie's on right now. I got I got my shoes. I got the Uncle Drew line, and I got this guaranteed contract, like four years, one hundred and forty something million dollars from the Nets. Mm-hmm. F y'all, I'll show up when I want to show up. Now, granted, he's living the American dream because who doesn't want to just show up to their job whenever they feel like it yeah, yeah, and yeah. have a hall pass to be like, hey, I ain't coming in today. <sighs> well, all right, well, when you when you think you're coming in, I don't know. I I see you when I see you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And yes, Jesse, that does go against being professional. But I listen. I do not you Harden is fat and out of shape. Like like fat James Harden is a thing. Like next time I get to play basketball, that's fat I Thor. Myself fat James Harden. <laughs> fat fat Thor. Thor, bro. <laughs> but Thor was still able to hold the hammer, bro. That's all that matters. Can no, Harden- that's funny. Harden shaped like Loris <laughs> Diaw. Man, he it, bro. I just don't. I just don't know how this is going to go. And if they hit a rough patch, my thing with trading for hard now is you just saw where in Houston he was given the keys to the kingdom. He wrecked. Not only did he wreck the kingdom, then he said, "Well, I, right, I'm out. Like I'm done. Like, well, can I just say this real quick? But, but, a one, can you please tell me what's toxic about hard? Because let me just say this though. Wait, 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 wait. Let me say this. <laughs> Since Harden, <laughs> since Harden has been with Houston, he is the only player, right? I don't know when that trade, what was it, 2012? What was it? Uh, 2013, I believe. Okay. Since that, since 2013, he is the only NBA player in the league to make it to the playoffs every year. Now, granted, everyone's rebuttal will be like, all right, and then what? What did he do? But he's had opportunities. He's the only team to really give that Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry team trouble. He took them seven games and six games. Now, James Harden, the toxic, the, the toxic stuff that I see is like, yo, he was just like, yo, I'm just, I, I've done all I can in Houston. They didn't make the moves. Maybe he didn't agree with the, with the, um, the office um, movements that they were making or whatnot. He's like, yo, I just want out of here and I just want a new spot. I think him going to Brooklyn is going to like motivate him a little bit. Cause I don't, now Kyrie does have questions off the court, right? Like he's like, bro, what's your problem? Why are you at the club right now? But James Harden, I think it's like, 
hey, you know what? I just want to play somewhere new. Wait, hold on, wait, James. Wait, he has that same problem. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, wait. <laughs> he has that same. No, that's yeah, the Spider Man meme. That's the Spider Man meme. No, no, no. Like, but wait, he has that did problem. Did I see you he at the club problem. last night? <laughs> no, no, no. But James Harden has that problem this year for not wanting to be on Houston, though. Like he, he's Man, already no, said James like, Harden. His his jersey's up in a few strip clubs from before this year. Oh my god. His, his jersey is retired. Listen, 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 listen. He was leaving the strip club and giving you, you forty five and eight. Hold on one second. I got a comment from 83. 83, if you're on my personal page, I don't have a share button on my personal page. Go to the podcast page to share, sir. Now, with that being said, with that being said, Harden, he got who he wanted. He wanted CP3. He got CP3. He wanted Dwight Howard. He got Dwight Howard. He didn't want CP3 anymore. They got rid of him. He didn't want Dwight Howard anymore. They got rid of him. If you read the story on ESPN, homie is out here on road trips if they have if they have an extra day to kick it and they they're in LA, Miami, some hot New York, James is like, hey, we can't, we staying here an extra day instead of going back to town and getting prepared for the next team. Like he was given everything, everything. He was given the literally the keys to the kingdom. He wrecked the kingdom and said, I'm out of here. That's like, every I, superstar though. Not to that name, not to that Kawhi, Kawhi and Paul George. We literally just found out that they were literally. They were able to do whatever they wanted to. Yeah, but not on. He wasn't on Harden time, bro. Listen, Russell Westbrook showed up and said, "Man, I can't live like this." There was like, a clip of Kawhi's fifteen-inch hands wrapped hands. around a woman's butt at the strip club with New Balance material <laughs> wearing on, bro. Who rocks New Balance at the strip club, bro? Kawhi Leonard does, bro. Like, he, there's literally a video of that. Like, you can't make that up. New hey, Balance. What do you think? What do you think about this? <laughs> Uh, I, I'm with Loso on chaos is good for basketball. It keeps me interested. I do. I do agree with that. But I'm also a big fan of parody, too. You know, I obviously hate college football right now because it's, you know, the parody in which college football operates is just kind of a tragedy. Um, and, and, I, and there's a reason why I've been critical of NBA in the past years is because, like, look, I know who's going to the playoffs. I know, you know, with the exception of maybe a couple teams might slide in at eight or seven, but they're not winning. They're not advancing. You know, um, I think last year was different. Last year was fun. I would have liked to have seen the Suns get in after the 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 you know the what they put together in bubble. the bubble. But um, I, I do like the chaos of it. I like to be able to talk about it. I'm going to be watching the Nets games way more now. You know, I watched the Lakers play quite a bit. Um, I've, I've started watching the Suns play now that they got Chris Paul. I like you know I like it. But I mean, at the end of the day, I think we all know it's going to be you know the Lakers, um, possibly the Clippers. Um and maybe the Trailblazers. You're done. No, you could have stopped. You could have stopped that. Later. I was gonna say you got those three, and then you got you got basically the the uh the Celtics, the Sixers, and the Nets. Yeah. And you might you might throw the Heat in there, but I don't think the Heat are gonna gonna repeat and go as far as they did. But you pretty you pretty much have you know maybe six teams tops. You know that that have the ability to win an uh, an, an NBA Finals or whatever. And so I don't like that. Um, it doesn't really give any to suspense but um yeah man i mean what when have when have you ever said man i didn't I, i'm glad or when when you have you ever said i'm upset that i got to watch curry thompson and and durant play together you know yeah. like i'll never say like dang this really sucks that i'm watching kyrie harden and durant all on the same team listen Crazy. i just so right now the the nets if the if the playoffs were to start today they'd be a seven seed yeah. They just gave away way one of their best one-on-one scores. And to me, and the, the rim protector, right? Huh? 
and their rim protector, right? The and the guy who I feel should be starting. I don't think DeAndre Jordan should be starting. To me, no, DeAndre yeah, yeah, should yeah. be coming off the bench. Yeah. Right. So they just lost. They lost some depth. Lavert was the best one on one. Is that? I mean, to, after <clears throat> I, I like Dinwiddie, but I think Lavert could get a bucket just a little bit better than Dinwiddie. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I. I think chemistry was something that they were struggling with. It's not helping that the fact that Kyrie is on on an eat, pray, love tour right now. I don't know what's going on with him. <laughs> um, you know, what is, what's yours, love? So hustle, pray, eat, hustle, pray, eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't know the fact that he's missing games. He's going to be out for COVID reasons before he can come back since he went to the birthday party. Um, and I just, I don't, I just, I don't know in a shortened season. And a season that is going to have starts and stops right now, you got postponements all over the league because of COVID issues. I just don't know how you're going to develop enough chemistry in enough time to make it through the Celtics, the 76ers who are playing better, the Bucks. Hey, look, and the Pacers are not a title contender. Like, let me be clear. But the Pacers are going to make you earn a six or seven game second round Eastern Conference. But they just lost Oladipo. But they got LeVert. LeVert. You think he's better than Oladipo? I think it's I think it's right an now? even trade at best. At best, right it's, it's an even trade. Okay. So I mean, I I, mean, I don't know. I, don't know. I I just I just like I said, I'm going to be tuned in because I think it's going to be toxic. Stephen Silas, the head coach of Houston, said, you know, James did not come in today. He thought he it would be in the best interest of everyone if James did not show up. Which let me know, had he shown up, John Wall was going to try to give him them hands. Somebody oh, was going to try cousins, to give him hands. Cousins. One of them. They both Somebody. playing for Kentucky. They might just jump him. Mm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you know, I I wish, man. I don't know. I lo- as someone who was a defender of Harden, I lost a lot of respect for how you went about this. Like I just, I just feel like, you know, like I said, they gave you the world. And to to Jesse's point, talking about professionalism, they gave you the world, and it didn't go right. And I understand like wanting to win a championship, but just to basically show up looking like the, a black Michelin man and not ready to do your job, showing up late, getting into, he got into it with one of the uh, Jay Sean Tate, getting into it with teammates. Granted that happens, but when you don't want to be there, I'm pretty sure he was being irritating. Was he being Chauncey Jar- Gardner Johnson irritating? I don't know, but he nah, was being, he was being an irritant. I would, I'm sure. So yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. It'll be interesting. To see you know what I've been noticing lately. And I don't know if this is, if this is, um, necessarily facts or what but there's just a lot of times where the worse you are to a company you know the better opportunity you'll end up with like you get in these positions and like it's like you kiss butt or you go in there you're on time or whatever they get used to you being a professional and stuff and they're like ah you know what he'll deal with it or whatever because he's you know his pride is not in a certain area or whatever you know what I mean no that's Um, with like women or with disaster um and and and, you know um but like but you're right though with women too you know and so it's like uh and so I don't know if it's like James Harden is just like look I have to blow this up completely to get what I want because you know if I just go in there and and be me and get buckets all the time or whatever I'm gonna be you know freaking stuck at this you know the same team or whatever with no with nothing you know and, and, and look back and say do I regret it when he came back right when he finally showed up you know, he scores like 44, 42, last four games. And you can kind of tell like he's on his way out. He's averaging 17 his last four games. That's not harder. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so 
Yeah, I don't know. Y'all let us know what y'all think, man. What y'all think about this situation? How would you have responded if you were James Harden? Will the Nets make it to the finals? Um, and to me, that that's the tough one. I just I can't answer that question. Will they make it to the finals? I Hit us so. up. Going to uh, go to Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Search at Brands and Bars. Let us know what you think. So you think they're going to the finals? I do. If everybody stays healthy, yeah. All right, Ward. What do you think? They go to the nah, finals? I don't think I'm going to the finals. No, I think the Sixers or the Celtics will end up in the finals. Man, I think it's it's hard as heck to do that. And I think what the Warriors did that first year when Durant got there was an is an anomaly. Yeah. Normally, it takes a year of adjustment to make it so. But they were the returning champs. No, they weren't. That was Cleveland. The year that they got Durant was the year that they lost. That's a 7-3-9 yeah. team that lost to Cleveland in the final. The team that should have lost to Oklahoma City. Oh, well, okay. They won the championship the year before, and they were in the finals that next year. So I'm not so like, like yo, you added one of the best players in the world, and it's going to take a while to get back to – they were going to be – in the playoffs in a very high seed regardless. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, a little bit different than when LeBron um, went to the heat with the weight and them like that. I don't think they were, you know. They were like a conference semifinalist. Like they were, or they might have lost first round. So yeah, yeah they were something like, like that. Player. So yeah, but yeah, I get what you're saying though. But yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see. I'm looking forward to it this week. I'm about to tune in. Hopefully Kyrie gets back the next week or whatever and it can be exciting. All right, yo. All right, so let's jump into this NFL, man. Um, hey. Division around. <laughs> Went down, or I'm sorry, division around this weekend, wild card last weekend. Bills hang on to beat the Colts. Um, New Orleans, I mean, they won. It wasn't a, a great win, a convincing win, but they beat beat the Bears. Um, Washington surprised me, played better than I thought they would with Taylor Heineke, mm -hmm. but they lose to Tampa Bay. And oh gosh, Browns blocked the Steelers. And who am I missing? I'm missing one more. Rams and the Seahawks. Rams and Seahawks. Oh, that bum Russell Wilson, right? Doing what, what that bum does. Um, stinking up the joint. Um, and the Rams <laughs> defeated them. So this weekend, um, AFC, we'll, we'll start because two of us live in Kansas City. We'll start with the Chiefs. Chiefs at home taking on the Browns. Man, listen. Are y'all worried at all? A1 isn't. I am. No, A1 is worried. I'm not worried. Uh, am I worried? I don't. I don't think I'm worried. I think that... Because I think I said the Chiefs will win by, at best, they'll win by seven. I do not see a blowout. I think the spread last time I saw it was like 10. 10 or yes, 30. I saw it, oh, I saw it 10. 10 Yo, when's okay, the last game that Kansas City has covered the spread? It's been a while. Uh, I think the Jets. They haven't it's covered been... the spread in like two months. Yeah. But here's the thing about – and it's, it's good that we're making this segue from NBA to NFL because I do think that the Chiefs have treated this season kind of like NBA players. Right. NBA season is a long grind. You don't want to go all out from one to 82. There are games where you play, but you, you kind of take that game off. You may not, may not go as hard, maybe a back to back. Maybe you kind of chill a little bit. And I feel like the Chiefs were kind of like, granted, they went 14 and two. Right. Yeah. So they, this is how talented they are. But I feel like they're like, OK, how many points we need to beat the, the, the uh, Panthers? We need 33 and defense. I just need y'all to. Y'all can let them get a little bit down the field, but stop them so that when the, they have to kick a 67-yard game-winning field goal to win, right? Like, I feel like the best analogy I've given for the Chiefs is they're like that friend that that is, I like to call, unreliably, unreliably reliable. So if you like, yo, I need you to come through, I need like $100 in like the next hour. Yeah. Like, bet, I got you, I got you. Uh -huh. 
30 minutes passes. You have not heard from him. And you're like, yo, like you, you got me, right? Like, you, you coming through. Yeah, 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 I got you, I got you. 10 minutes to go before the deadline. Bro, what's happening? I got you. And then five minutes later, boom, money shows up in Cash App. They show up in person. And he's like, bro, if you had me, why did you have me dying for the last 50 minutes worrying about if you're going to come through or not? That's how I feel like the Chiefs have treated, have played this year, right? It's just like they just feel like they can step on the gas. And to me, that is a concern. The Browns, they have a good running game. They have the best offensive line in football. Either them or the Packers have the best offensive line in football. And they got two horses. No, the Vikings have a crazy good offensive line. God, don't do that. Don't. All right. We did. We were fifth. There's a little nice stat for you. <laughs> we, we were fifth in allowing the most pressure on like dropbacks or something like that. So we were. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, we take we take we take this guy from Virginia. We'll talk about this some other time. Here's a stat based from Pro Football Focus. They had the Browns have based from where? Pro <laughs> Football Focus. Oh, okay. PFF. Here's a stat. You brought it up. I wasn't gonna bring it up. You brought it up. Based off of Pro Football Focus, they have three of their linemen. The I think. Uh, their guards and their right tackle, I think, are rated number one on Pro Football Focus. And the Chiefs, who struggle to stop the run, again, my level of concern is not high. I do, I do worry for Chiefs fans because I think they, I think there's a little bit of arrogance. I think there's a little bit of wine and cheese with this team. There's talk of a lot of Browns fans being at the game. I think there's a lot of, I see, I mean, at least amongst my friends, right, there's a lot of reminiscing about last year. The anniversary of the, the comeback over the Texans has been floating over my timeline. You're like, great memories, mm-hmm. great. What we did last year, we're going to, you know, we got Mahomes. And I just think, I hope for their sake that they make it to at least a Super Bowl because I think there will be a <laughs> lot of apoplectic Chiefs fans if they Ooh, lose. In that's what it means. Uh, apoplectic, that means that they're going to be heartbroken. They're going to be distraught. They're going to be upset. I got to uh, use that. Really, really That's a fact. That's a good multi. The apple. Look, <laughs> um, I, I, I'm going to say this because I know A-Ward has a lot of nah, uh, go ahead. No, content on this, though. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to bet against Patrick Mahomes. I'm not going to bet against uh, Andy Reid. I'm just not going to bet against that team even though obviously there, there may seem like there's some holes or whatnot. Granted, though, if the Browns want to win this game, right, yo, you have you have Nick Chubb, you have Kareem Hunt, keep Mahomes on the sideline. Keep Mahomes on the sideline as long as you can. And you can do that. You have the talent to keep Mahomes on the sideline. Um, I think that's uh, – I mean, Oakland just kind of scored a lot of points uh, and Kansas City did it. And then what was the second game that Kansas City lost? Last, last game of the season where they sat out the starters. Oh, okay. So they lost one game. But anyway, yo, if you're the Browns, <clears throat> run the ball. Keep Mahomes on the sideline and, and see if you can win a game like that. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're not going to win a shootout with these guys. But um, Denzel Ward for Cleveland, I mean, I don't know if he's chasing out, if he's chasing around Tyreek Hill, but he has been a really, really good corner for the Browns. So we'll see what that looks like. But obviously, I'm, I'm confident that the Chiefs will somehow win, um, win the game. All right, so check this out. Check this out, man. Um, <clears throat> I just, I just see this game playing out a lot like Monday night's game. I just think the Chiefs are going to come out. They're going to score a lot of points in the first half, and the Browns are just going to be out of it, you know. And then the second half is just going to kind of be, you know, we're just watching to see what players break records and get crazy numbers. Like, um, I do believe the Browns 
could control time of possession and run the ball, but I don't see the Browns like the team of like the Tennessee Titans where they get a lead and they wear you down. You know what I mean? I don't see the Browns. I don't even see the, the confidence in an offensive coordinator to call plays for the Browns like that, to try to wear them. I could see them getting up, you know, like, like up and still passing the bar or whatever. You know what I mean? They're just not that kind of team in my opinion. You know, Andy Reid's success on after bye weeks, right? So, you know, after bye weeks, Andy Reid is incredible. Well, where's what two two weeks? You know, like I mean, or when I guess not two weeks, but yeah, right. Like you well, okay. So you, you're getting it's basically a bye week. You know, mm-hmm. after you know you, you set your starters or whatever, and like I just think that that first quarter, the plays that he draws up, getting out to a fast lead, you know, and taking Nick Chubb out of the game before they can possibly even establish a running game yeah. you know what i mean is going to be what's key to this um i'll say this much um i don't think the browns is a team you could turn the ball over against and come back and you know i don't think patrick mahomes can win this game on a two touchdown three interception you know type game or a, a type game that he had against um you know the niners in the right. in the super bowl or miami you know, in that game, what I don't think Patrick Mahomes can win this game like that. From what I from what I've watched last week, is the Browns take full advantage of you know turnovers and and you know how they do. So um, I'm just not worried about it. You know, I got the Chiefs by two scores. I won't say 14 points, but I got them by you know at least you know um, probably more than a touchdown. Um, and I think that uh, I think they're going to come out. I think it's going to be 28, 10, something like that. Like going in, like going into halftime, maybe. Something, something to the accent, 24 10, something like that. And I think that they're going to cruise to, you know, maybe the, the, the Browns might make it close to a, a 10 point game or a, maybe even like an eight point if we can get this. But I think the Chiefs are going to put it to bed late. Man, I, I w- I'm going to tell you because of how the Chiefs, and maybe, like I said, maybe the Chiefs have been waiting for the playoffs to really kind of show that flex their full power. I just don't, they haven't blown a team out, like I said, since the Jets. And I just yeah. don't see them. Beating, beating a team by double digits right now. Um, I'm, like, I'm with you though. Like I feel like I feel like I remember when uh, when I was in a uh, in high school. Like my coach knew who we could beat and who we couldn't beat. You know, and like he would just like he would go to zone like to give us rest or whatever, or he would like run like one foot in the paint like where the zone like everybody had to have a foot in the paint like because you know they're not gonna outshoot us or whatever. Just work on getting rebounds. Get down here. Let's get out of the, with the win. Let's not get injured. You know. So I think the Chiefs have been doing that. Um, but I am excited to see. I mean, we, we've seen how, like, um, uh, I, I guess we'll just, for lack of a better word, fancy they have been with some of their play callings and some of the things that they've been doing in the regular season. You know, if, I'm sure that they have a few things like that tucked up their sleeve, um, you know, for the playoffs as well. So, um, and then um, are, are you a believer in Baker? Like, I, let me ask you that. Like, do you believe, like, Baker is here to be, you know, solidified as a top – 12 10 you know qb in the in the nfl or whatever i'll say this i thought i mean when they needed it against the steelers he was able, they were able to get it right they were able to drive down the field when they get it down to the 12 point game i think they did it twice um uh, they were baker was able to lead the team down right after that and get a score now it's easier to play from ahead than it is from behind so i want to see baker in a situation maybe in this game you know who knows but in a position where it's the fourth quarter, you're down seven, you're down 10. What do you do in those moments? Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, like I said, that type of thing is earned. Like I'm not going to anoint you or give you anything after one game. 
if if we hadn't seen how bad they beat the Steelers, we wouldn't really be having this conversation like about any kind of worried, you know, type mentality, I don't think. And I think them, be, them beating the Steelers was more the Steelers than it was them. Now, they took advantage of it, but my goodness, like Bill, Ben Roethlisberger is a shell of himself. The last six weeks, yeah. terrible. You know what I mean? I'm talking but three, some of four. It, some, of it's, some of it's because, like what we said, Kansas City's not beating teams like we think that they should be beating teams like. Yeah, right. I just man. This is I, what real quick. This is what Emmanuel Acho said about Baker Mayfield today. I don't know if y'all saw it. He said Lamar Jackson is more electric. Josh Allen is more intimidating, but Baker Mayfield is galvanizing his team just as impressively. It's time for the world to give Baker Mayfield his respect. I give him his props on winning his first playoff game. Like again. That type of that type of respect to me is not earned over one game. You've got to earn it over the course of a playoff. Did run. he win? Did he win some big games to keep them in the playoff hunt this year? Would you say? I mean, they backed they backed into the playoffs. I right? mean, look, they were what they they barely beat a team in the Steelers that rested their starters. Yeah, you know, so I they got they won their way in. I give them their credit. Um, I mean, I think. Baker played better down the stretch, right? I have to give him his props for that part, right? When they needed it in the regular season, he he delivered for the most part. Now we get the chance. It's defending champs on the road um, and a game that pe- a lot of people don't think you can win outside of Cleveland. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're back in the underdog road. Baker oh. Mitchell threw for 3,600 passing yards this year. That's a little over 200 a game. Kirk Cousins, oh over 4,200 yards this year. I'm just saying we can move on. Hey, Steeler fans. It's the difference in 50 yards a game. <laughs> Steeler fans. In a run first run. Go ahead. Steeler fans, look at, look at me. Talk to me, one. Y'all were in the mentions. He's an MVP candidate. Who have the Chiefs played? We tried to tell you. We tried, we tried to – listen – Listen to me now. Believe me later on. I don't want to be the bearer of ba- bad news. They were eleven and zero, and they were trash. They were not. They were not that good of a team. And I was saying that when they were eight and zero, and I kept that same energy. There was the a point in time where the Chiefs were nine and zero about what six years ago, five six years and ago, they and not, they were not good. <laughs> not, and I actually, I don't know if I said that in the group or if I said it on Twitter, but I'm. I at some point I said the Steelers are the worst undefeated team yeah, since that Chiefs team. The chat. Since yeah, so yeah, and I tried to tell you. I tried to warn you. All right. Next AFC matchup, Baltimore versus Buffalo. Um Buffalo should have lost that game. Um and I have a theory about a mat you know what? I'm not I want to save it cuz we don't have time. I got a theory on Madden game coordinators and I'm going to unveil, unveil the next time we have a podcast. But Frank Reich could have used a Madden game coordinator to help him out during that game. Um, they should have won the game. Phillip Rivers is old. Phillip Rivers does Phillip, what Phillip Rivers does, which is let you down in playoff games. They lost. I got Baltimore winning this game because I think Baltimore is the better team. Um, I think Baltimore, Baltimore is the better team. The plays that they could that Phillip Rivers could not make, Lamar Jackson will make, and they will be playing in the AFC Championship game at Arrowhead Stadium. That's my pick. Who y'all got? And <clears throat> Lamar Jackson – it's rough, bro. It's like, I mean, he's he's only won an MVP. He's only, you know, he keeps his team, despite the lack of talent on offense that he has. I mean, he's throwing a Hollywood Brown 
and a tight end. And so no running backs, right? He outrushes Derrick Henry this past weekend, and he throws for more passing yards than Tannehill. And so um, against the Bills, I don't know, man. I'm kind of a Josh Allen, Josh Allen believer. I like Me Josh too. Allen a lot. He's exciting. Uh, Stephon Diggs is a top five wide receiver, in my opinion. And I didn't think that when he was in Minnesota, I thought he was really, really good. But this year he just showed like, yo, I'm that guy. I am that guy. And you put me across any corner and I'm going to go ahead and get a hundred yards and a touchdown. And so um, we'll see. I mean, if I have to pick, I mean, man, I I think I'm, this game is going to be really, really good. I think this game's going to be really good. I'm going to lean towards Buffalo to win this game, man. Yeah, I got I got Buffalo winning it. Um, I don't. I also think this is going to be, um, <clears throat> I won't say like a, a, a blowout or anything like that, but um, <clears throat> neither one of them have a great running game. Um, believe it or not, both quarterbacks can run very well. Um, even though uh, Josh Allen is not electric, he does have, I think, 25 rushing touchdowns since the beginning of last year. Um, which is incredible from a quarterback standpoint. Um, <clears throat> I think the factor is going to be the wide receiving core. I think what you're going to see is Stephon Diggs, and then do not sleep on this guy who has been incredible all year. Cole Beasley has been a monster this year um, with some of the numbers he's put up. So I think what you're going to see is the receiving core is going to pick up their quarterback in Buffalo, and um, I got Buffalo winning it um, by 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 a touchdown. And I I I – do know that over the last six weeks, I think Lamar Jackson has the highest QBR, has rushed more yards than anybody, um, and has been very good. I do also know that um, I think he's played the Steelers. I think I don't know. I don't know what kind of like like legitimate strength of schedule he's had over that last six weeks, but I don't know. I'm I'm still kind of like on the on the fence about Lamar Jackson's ability to throw the ball and win you games with his arms. So. So X factor, I didn't, I did do this in the Chiefs game, but the X factor in the Chiefs game, Miles Garrett versus Mike Rimmers. Uh, Mike Rimmers can be kind of yikes at left tackle, and Miles Garrett is one of the best pass rushers in the game. This game, like you already mentioned, Stephon Diggs versus Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters. They got two good corners on either side of the field, so wherever they go, he's going to be matched up against somebody who who is a good cover man. Um, and the other X factor in this game, man, I can fully see. Like a game-winning drive where Stephon Diggs catches the ball, gets tackled by Marcus Peters, and then Marcus Peters grabs his shoe and throws it 30 yards down the field, and then um, you know, then then they get in position to win with a field goal. So I could see that happening. I would be so like confused <laughs> on like what's going on there. Is it Loso would be miracle, bro, or is it like <laughs> like Loso? Would that trigger you? Yes, in, in, both, in both in both directions though. <laughs> But, yo, the other X factor, Josh Allen, man, like, he's gotten a lot better, right? Like, you last year in the playoff game, he had that – he threw a Hail Mary to a fullback. He threw a 50 ball with a fullback <laughs> downfield. And then the game against uh, – and then last week he had the fumble. And if the Colts recover that fumble, they get the ball in plus territory with, like, five minutes, and maybe Phillip Rivers would have made it 15 yards in five minutes. Like, he only made 15 yards in two. But whatever. Um <laughs> I, Josh Allen making kind of these back-breaking plays. He escaped last week with it. He's prone to it. And I think even the touchdown he threw to uh, the tight end, where, like, he's, like, almost on the ground. He's almost, almost vertical or horizontal, I should say. There's a horizontal. Yeah, almost horizontal to the ground. He throws a touchdown pass to the tight end. 
Like he just, he, he takes some risks that still mm, he should not be taking. So NFC, let's jump into NFC. Let's go Packers versus Rams. Rams. So I almost have a bet with Reese in 83. They think that Devontae Adams is unstoppable. Reese said that he expects Devontae Adams to put up seven catches, 115 yards, two touchdowns. With Jalen Ramsey probably shadowing him for the majority. I said, bro, are you crazy? Not gonna happen. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is gonna throw him the ball that much for it to happen. He will. I mean, yeah. I mean, he. I don't want to say he forces it, but he He does. He bro, he forces Devontae, bro. So I, I just Jalen Ramsey. I mean, we all saw the stats, right? Of the, of the, him versus. Uh, DK Metcalf, he shut him out. DK had a game with no catches with Jalen Ramsey on him versus DeAndre Hopkins versus Diggs um, versus Allen Robinson. Like he is taking number one wide receivers and making them disappear. But with the exception of Russell Wilson, who's throwing those guys the ball? Uh, Who, Kyler's not, I mean, Kyler's not a bad QB. He's not Aaron Rodgers. Mitchell Trubisky and Foles are not Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Josh now the, Allen, the Allen, Stephon Diggs. Terry, Terry McLaurin, yeah, okay. Stephon Diggs, yeah, listen, Josh, Josh Allen, Allen improved. Like, I may not be the biggest Josh Allen fan in the world, but he improved greatly. And, I mean, he held Stephon Diggs, who has gotten open on everybody, one catch for four yards and a touchdown. And that's what that's the only thing, though, A-Boy, is like, I understand, like, who's throwing to him, but all those guys eat. They, they, all, they all eat. And so it's just like when Ramsey's there – it's just a different. I mean, I got I got Adams with like with like six catches, eighty yards, and a touchdown. Which isn't right. shutting down. If Adams does that, no. that's not shutting. That's a down. good game. Shutting yeah. shutting down. You have to keep them like what under fifty yards. Yeah, nah. and yeah I, basically, I think I, I mean, think Adams is going to get about fifty to sixty. I don't see him getting. I don't see him having no hundred. Not with now. I told them. I said, don't be. Don't come back to me if he goes for like a hundred yards and like eighty of them was on like zone coverage or against somebody else. Don't come to me talking about, look what he did. I want to know what he does, man-to-man coverage on a route from the start of the play to the whistle. That being said, I'm going with the Packers. Packers are at home. Um, like you said, it's Aaron Rodgers, who's likely the MVP. Um, and I just don't – I don't know if Jared Goff and his injured thumb is going – although Jared Goff plays better away from home than he does at home, which is kind of weird. But I got the Packers. Who y'all got? Yeah, I got the Packers clear. I got them, I got them by 10 or more. Um, I mean, they literally just—they literally just benched Jared Goff. I don't know if it was an injury or they, or, but I mean, he—he he came in. He was like nine for nineteen. I don't think he had like a great game last week. Yeah, he um, was coming back from the thumb surgery. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I, 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 the Packers are too good. The Packers are too good right now. I got the Packers winning. I would say twenty-eight, uh, seventeen. Who you got, Losa? Real quick, um, how would you guys, in a sense, I guess, how did how did the Rams beat the Seahawks? Russell Wilson, I didn't, mediocre. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Russell Wilson, mediocre. I so guess Russell Wilson, like, like if he was even, if he was even anything what he was in the first half of the season, they would have won. They would have blown him out. They would have blown him out. Like, like this is the thing. So this is another argument I've had. Like I've had people try to tell me that Russell. Wilson now hold on, was, Russell Wilson was mediocre, or Jalen Ramsey was, was great. Jalen Ramsey was great, but Russell Wilson was mediocre too. Okay. Right, because he still has Tyler Lockett. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I'll say this. I think 
the thing, so I have this argument with people who say that Russell Wilson is elite and he belongs in the same con- same category and tier as Rodgers and Mahomes. And my thing is that with Wilson, it's not consistent. He's not consistent enough. Like he will have a stretch of five or six games to start the season like he had, but then he all auto, it's almost like clockwork. He'll tell off and he won't play as well. So, which is, which is weird because in the beginning of the season, he throws for 14 touchdowns, right? In like the first, what, like five or six games. And the conversation is like, yo, how has Russell Wilson never received an MVP vote ever? Right. And then he showed you. And he, he showed, showed you. He showed you exactly how he does it. Because now he's it's gonna be another year that he doesn't receive one MVP vote. But somebody's probably gonna give him a pity vote. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I don't know how. Derrick Henry, Somebody Patrick give him Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. Like, so um, but yeah, I got, I got Camara. Uh Derrick Henry will probably get a first place vote. Yeah. So you got so I, I got the I got the Packers as well, man. All right, last game on the docket. Divisional matchup in the divisional round, Bucks versus Saints. I'm gonna go with. It's hard to beat a team three times in a row. That's, and that's my and that look. Does you're trying to tell me Tom Brady's gonna lose to a team three times in one season? Yes, they, they are yeah. gonna lose to a team three times <laughs> yep. in one season. Yep. Let me tell you something, bro. Let me tell you something. Because I watched them play look, against look, the, the a... Redskins, and the Saints <laughs> defense is just as good, if not better, in my opinion, than the Redskins defense. So I'm gonna say this, man. Um, are they? Are the Saints really that? Are they? Def- I mean, Kirk the Cousins put up 33, really bro. But look, their defense is really good, and they have three playmakers on the offense. They don't have Heineke, you know, over here. If Heineke's a little bit better, the Bucs might lose that game. This is true. Hey, so look, I'm going to say this, man. <laughs> I am rooting. I understand that the last time the Bucs played the Saints, it was a massacre. There yeah, was it's not going to be ugly. It's not going to be an ugly game. Dale Mabry, which is where Raymond James Stadium is at. I understand that, bro. But I just don't you – bring, you, bring you bring Tampa Bay here. The, the Raymond James Stadium is getting hooked up as we speak, bro. The turf is being put down. I don't know what they're putting on there, but it's getting, it's getting hooked up for the Super Bowl. The energy in Tampa is at its peak right now, bro. And so I just don't think that Tom is going to lose to the Saints three times. This is Drew Brees versus Tom Brady. Tom Brady is going to put another passport stamp bro on and he's going to show the world that he is who he is um they have the, they have better weapons on the offensive side as far as wide receivers wide receiver core right um and then ronald jones i don't know if he's i don't know if he's playing or whatnot is he in the doghouse again because i feel like he just he just lives in bruce area doghouse <laughs> right i don't know but but so you know so you got that situation and granted let me wrong man the saints um they just look good but hey let's i mean what I play again? How, how how great did they look versus Chicago? I feel like that was one of those games though, where it's just like, yeah, we know we got this. Like, like yeah, I think man. if Chicago posed a, a greater threat, I think they would have played better. I think, man, look, I'm gonna go on record, bro, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything unless I'm putting up money. But I think Tom Brady is going to pull out the victory this weekend. I mean, I don't think that's far fetched at all. I don't think you're predicting something that is like. But it's just because you got to think about it. I mean, they've already beat them twice, and the last time they played them, they the, killed. What's the spread? Brady. The spread probably is not that much. I think it's three. Yeah, and and it's home field advantage is two and a half, right? So like, you know, the experts are calling this a pretty 
a field goal game. So I don't think, you know, that's I just think the spread is three. Hold on, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Bovada has this as th- a three point game. What's uh, why do you think that's the case? Yep, three point on ESPN. Um, it has to be on the same. Um, Brady, and that's why it's the case. <laughs> like, you're not about to give – that would be disrespectful. Saints would be pissed off if it was six and a half. They're like, really? You got to give Tom Brady some bulletin board material in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah I think I think the, the Bucks played well down the stretch. After they got blown out by Tampa Bay, they played well down the stretch. Um, and I just think – I think I think part, part of the reason of it's hard to beat a team three times in a row because you basically know each other's plays. It's just about who can execute it better at this point. You're not really throwing anything new out there. But I don't think that, one, Ronald Jones is their best running back. He did not practice today. He's still sidelined. The Saints have the best run defense, one of the best run defenses in the league. Um, And as much as I am not a huge fan of Drew Brees late in the season, he missed three or four games. He's fresh, and he's playing in the Dome at least for another week. I just don't know if if the – if Tampa, it's yeah, just how not, did that how did that work out for him last year when Kirk Cousins came to town? Huh? How did that work out? Loso, we, we're in 2021 now. Alvin Kamara is sub, supplanting. I don't know. I don't know what the word is. He he's becoming a superstar before our eyes over the last four weeks. I think with yeah. the six touchdown game. I mean, we always knew he was good. You're pro Bowl. You're we always knew he was a good. We knew he's a Pro Bowl back. I read an article today about his relationship with Sean Payton and how he's literally one of the smartest running backs he's ever seen. He compares him to Marshall Falk as far as intellect, too, in regards to just improvising, pass protection, like the whole team. And I think what you're seeing is I think that you will see Alvin Kamara really, like, really make his footprint on this game uh, this weekend, especially with Drew Brees still, you know, still being Drew Brees kind of, you know, throwing short passes and injured and stuff like that. I think you'll see a heavy dosage of him. So Hey, this, this, this week, mark my words. This is an Antonio Brown game. This will be an Antonio Brown game. The Saints will put their worst corner on Antonio Brown. And I think every week you've been seeing like, yo, Tom Brady is finding them. He's getting a little more comfortable. This game is going to be an Antonio Brown game. I think the offense has been playing lights out anyway. I mean, granted, they they lit up Detroit. They have. They lit up Detroit. I mean, well, Washington, they they, but I mean, he still, they still ended up, you know, putting up touchdowns and, and Brady still did good. What would he do? Over 300 yards, three touchdowns, yada, yada, yada. But I just think this week, bro, and I don't trust Drew Brees, bro. I don't trust Drew Brees. And he's, isn't he still, is he even 100%? I mean, I mean can you be? Ribs, are you, are you ever really 100% with ribs? So look, man, I, hey, are you ever put, really 100% get, at 42? Hey, playoff Brady's going to show you what 100% looks like, bro. Yeah, and playoff defense is going to show him what father time looks like. <laughs> hey, but look, at the end of the day, bro, I love this, man. I hope this is the, I hope this uh, goes well because mm-hmm. um, how dope would it be for Brady to go to Tampa and then be the first team ever to play in the Super Bowl? So let's see it. Obviously, he has to win again, but. Yeah, so with that being said, X factor for Packers and Rams is going to be the running game for the Rams. If they can run the ball, they can protect Jared Goff. X factor in uh, this uh, Saints Bucks game is going to be like he like you said that wide receiver core for the Bucks versus the secondary of the uh, the Saints and who will Chauncey Gardner Johnson piss off in this game and get a punch at Antonio um, Brown. So, Antonio Brown, he's a walking fire <laughs> like like walking time bomb. So with that being said, Super Bowl picks. I got Chiefs and Saints. Who y'all got? Chiefs and Bucks. Yeah, I got Chiefs Packers. 
Okay. All right. So we'll see. We'll see. And if Tom team. Brady somehow beats Breeze and then beats Aaron Rodgers and goes to the Super Bowl, I don't care what he does in the Super Bowl. At that age, like to do that is, yeah. Bro, he threw 45 touchdowns at the age of 42. Come on, bro. He's the GOAT. Like, I have no, I have no, no qualms about that. He's the GOAT. All right. So that's our time, man. We appreciate for, for the folks who kicked it with us on YouTube. Thank you very much. Please remember, you can check out every episode of It's a Black and White Thing by going to the podcast app of your choice. YouTube, search Brains and Bars. Social media, search at Brains and Bars. Let us know who y'all got for the Super Bowl. Let us know what y'all think about the Nets. We'll get into college football. We'll get into some other topics next time we join. We link up. Until next time, it's been a black and white thing. Latino. Latino thing. We holler at y'all, man. Y'all be easy. Mm-hmm.